0: Turn in your Bibles to Genesis, Genesis chapter 12, a familiar passage, hopefully we can uh, give a little background and and all that, but uh, we'll continue our our promise series. Dealing with the the promise or the prophecies up until the birth of Jesus and, and beyond. Okay? So before we do that, let's ask God to bless our time together. Father, we just come to you. We ask you to open our hearts to what you have for us this morning. Be with me as... deliver your message to your people. Take Dan out of the way. Guide us. Watch over us. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In 2090 B.C., that's an approximate date, Abraham was called from the Urielddes. Now, Abram was told, okay, to leave his family, leave his country. He was to travel to a land he didn't know. How are we doing so far? Are we ready for that yet? A little bit about Abraham. Abram practiced a polytheistic form of worship, if you will. In other words, he worshiped more than one god, okay, or gods, if you will, with, with a small g. The Ur of Chaldees, the, he was called from, okay, it was a city devoted, okay. To Namer or Namer or Nanner, however you want to pronounce it, okay, the moon god. Abram did not know, okay, at this particular time, he did not know, okay, the true God and, and didn't deserve anything. God called Abram, if you will, after the failed attempt in Genesis 11. What happened in Genesis 11? You can go ahead and cheat and, and, and go back. Genesis 11, if you remember, okay, was man's attempt, if you will, to do what? Reach heaven. Okay, God, if you're not going to bless us, we're going to... We're going to build a tower. We're going to build a, whatever they call those things. Okay, We're going to build it all the way to heaven. How did that work out for them? Feudal attempt, wasn't it? It, it, it did just basically just crashed and burned. Now, on the, on the, tail, of the tail end of this, okay, we find our passage now where God is speaking to Abram. As he's speaking to Abram, there's a couple things that I, uh, that I want you to, to, to realize. These, these aren't um, all, but there's, there's three reasons why God uh, called Abram and Sarah one was God's love God's love God was concerned about their salvation so he revealed his glory and shared his gracious salvation gracious promises with him God, number two God wanted to fulfill his promise to the world this was accomplished when he sent his son through Abraham to the Jewish nation. And number three, the life of Abram, or Abraham as he was to be called, okay, is an example for all of us Christians. Why is that an example? talked a little bit about it this morning in Sunday school how are we to walk we are to walk by faith we are to walk by faith Abraham was saved by faith Genesis 15 6 lived by faith Okay, we'll see that in in Hebrews 11 his obedience was evidence of his faith Now, look, Abraham and Sarah were not perfect, but they truly walked by faith. Now, in verse, in chapter eleven, and verse if you go go back there just momentarily. Terah, which is Abraham's uh, father. Okay. It says Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, and all that, to Haran. Okay. They moved up to Haran. From the Earth of Chaldees, to Heron, I don't know how many miles it was—a couple of thousand, I think. But in that day, travel—if you were traveling good and and making headway on a good day—you might, you might get twenty-five miles, maybe. Because you've got to remember, you had all of your flocks, okay, and all that. Now, it probably took, okay, 30 to 40 days just to get to Haran. How many of us are willing to make that journey? Now, depending on what uh, reference you use, I guess, uh, it took from Haran, okay, where Abraham was at, he went to Bethel, okay, it took 16 to 20 days depending on how fast they moved. Why is that all important? Why is that important? I I think it's important because we just kind of gloss over we kind of gloss over what it took for Abraham and and terror to, to move their families. They move and phew, look. Some of us has moved, okay. Some of us has moved to to different countries. <coughs> Other ones moved all all over the country. Okay? And, and that, that's not bragging, okay. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that the Daitans wouldn't say, okay. We're somebody because because we went to... Where'd you go again? Okay. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, I've been there, I've been there, but have been... Look. It, uh, that's not the point. The point is... Our willingness of heart. If God were to call you today to go to a land that I'm gonna show you on the way how many of us would pick up and go. Even as much as I like to go and, and do a lot of I enjoy I enjoy the moves and I enjoy the different cultures and, and all that it you know across the United States I, I enjoy that but just to pick up okay, and hit the highway and for God to say okay Dan hit 70 and go pick a direction east or west and I'll tell you when you're done Ah, I'm not sure I'm going to do that this is what Abraham did that's what kind of faith Abraham had in God True faith is based on the Word of God. Okay, that's Romans 10.17. Here's an important thing we are not saved by making promises to God, we are saved, we are saved okay, by believing God's promises to us. Did you get that? What has God promised us? He's promised us heaven. If we believe in his son. Now let's look at Genesis 12 1 through 3 the Lord said to Abram go from your country your people your father's house to a land I will show you I will make you Into a great nation. And I will bless you. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And curse. And whoever curses you. I will curse. And all the peoples. on the earth. Will be blessed through you. God still calls us to go and leave. Regardless of whether it's physically moving or spiritually speaking, okay? Go and leave. Go and leave the old lifestyle. Trust in me. Go and leave those bad habits. Trust in me. (coughs) Go to places, go to a place or, or places unknown with different customs or different language. Maybe. Maybe. Or it could be just a move across town, okay, to a different neighborhood that has a different customs and different language. But how many of us are willing to go? Or are we just oh, I'm comfortable? And you can't move me. What's that old Baptist song? I shall not be moved or whatever it is. Okay. Here's a hard one. Here's a hard one for a lot of us. I want to leave your family. I want to leave your in-laws, and for some of us, we we want to leave our our, our outlaws as well. Okay. I went. When I joined the Navy, part of that was, okay, join the Navy, see the world. But they didn't tell me, you know, what, three-quarters of the world is just water? Big deal, okay. You've seen one ocean, you've seen them all. But we started out in Brunswick, Maine. Went to Jacksonville, Florida, at Cecil Field. Went to Kingsville, Texas. We went to Miramar, okay, where Top Gun was. The Top Gun was operating at that time, okay, (coughs) as a Navy base. Then we went back to Michigan. Then I went back to, back in the service, okay, to Lemoore, California. Now, in those journeys, okay, I made a deployment to Sicily. Two cruises on the Forest Hall, med cruises. And then when I was in Kingsville, just various detachments, wherever they wanted to farm you out, wherever they think they could move you. Then I went to Miramar, pretty well stayed there. When I came back in, I made two cruises on the Kitty Hawk which was Westpac's, one of those being around the world. And all the time, my family was there, wherever there was. That doesn't make me better than you. And then God called me into the ministry, specifically into the pastorate, and it's like, God, I don't want to do this again, because I know what it meant to move my family. That was part of my struggle. It's like, look, I had enough of this. Again, it doesn't make me any better than you. So why am I telling you this? Look, it's part of trusting God. Okay? It says, look, I will show you. Okay? Throw throw that next one up, please. I will show you. What? Do we trust our God or not? One of the assurances God gave me, okay, is look, I'll take care of you and I'll take care of your family. And I can honestly say, He has. We've never gone without power on. We've always had a, a roof over our head. not have been the Taj Mahal. May not have been the best. Okay? But we were dry. We were serving our Lord. This is only just a small smidgen of what Abraham did. Do we dare believe that God knows best That that's a yes or no statement. Okay, there is no middle ground. Either we do or we don't. And if we do, okay, go back to number 1, okay? We trust him. And he's got our best In mind for his purpose, not ours. Now over in Isaiah chapter fourteen and verses twelve through fifteen. Okay. We have the the five I wills of Satan, if you will. And we we've had, to, had this discussion before. Okay. But I want to tell you, our enemy is a great counterfeit. Our enemy has a duplicate for everything that God has. For his selfish purpose for his selfish pride but notice what God says God says here's the five I wills I will make you into a great nation has he done that nod your head yes class I will bless you has he done that Absolutely. I will make your name great. Has he accomplished that? You will be a blessing. Has he done that? Here's the one that I I really like. I will bless those who bless you. We can see that, can't we? And whoever curses you, I will curse. Now just think about current events and what's going on in the world right now okay we are in, we are in dire danger, okay of what's going on in the world? Are we going to continue to, to bless and, and support? or are we going to say nuts on you. that's a decision way to build my pay grade but you know something I have confidence that my God knows what's going on I have confidence okay that you and I okay having our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ we're on the winning inside May not be comfortable, but we're going to see Him in glory. Now here's the promise. Here's the promise. And to all the peoples was that what does all mean? all means all all peoples on the earth will be blessed through you look them up later but here's some, here some references for you here's Genesis uh, 22 verse 18 Acts chapter 3 verse 25 Galatians 3, verse 8. By Abraham's obedience, by Abraham's obedience, God has provided everything we need to enter into a personal relationship with Him. He sent his son into the world for one purpose. What was that? What was it? To be the sacrifice. To be the atonement. All the other things, okay, in, in the vernacular of the day, all the other things that he did, okay, that Christ did. Okay. His gravy. His sole purpose for coming to earth was to die on Calvary's tree. That was his sole purpose. Now were many blessed around him? Because of who he was? Absolutely. Absolutely. But he died that death and paid a price that you and I can't pay. We're not perfect. We're not even close. On our best day, we are nothing but filthy rags. So the question I have for you this morning, will you accept his sacrifice? Will you say yes to Jesus today? You may say, Preacher, look, I've already had my salvation, and I'm. Okay. I'm not doubting that. What has God called you to do? What has He called you to do? Are we following our Savior like Abraham did? Putting our faith in the Lord and trusting Him to take us where He wants us to go, not necessarily where we want to go. Only you can answer that question this morning. Mom and Dad can't do it for you. Okay, Grandma can't do it for you. Teachers can't do it for you. You got to do it on your own. Where are you at this morning?